everybody. Uh, hey I'm David. Michael. How you uh, doing? We are from Aerial Influence. Today we're, you know, if you don't know us, first of all, we are drone dealers. Uh, we collaborate with all sorts of people, work with people from agriculture to search and rescue, public safety, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're trying to do a podcast every Friday. And since we've been doing this, we've been focusing mostly on agriculture. And for good reason, we've got some right. new drones out. Yeah, uh, which which is a big deal. The Agras T10, the Agras mm-hmm. T30. Everybody seems to have been T20 is still going strong. Till the T20 still out there as well. So today, what we're doing, we've actually got uh, something on our website. It's called yep. the Agricultural Drone Journey Map. Here, uh, and I'm going to yeah. show you something. I made this today because the other weeks we've mentioned it. Come on, oh, that didn't work. Sorry, I made a lower third for it, and now it's not showing up. Oh, there we go. All right. So go to our website right there, aerialinfluence.com slash agriculture, uh, and that will get you to this journey map that we're talking about. Now, we put it out there. We're hoping that people went to the website already because I put it on all our social media. So some of you might have it at home where you can follow along, or if you're listening to us on a podcast, you can later go to the website and uh, get the information that you need and, and get this actual, uh, the whole journey map. So, yeah. And th- this is, this is something that's, um, we tried to just stuff a bunch of information in there. Yeah. Um, and I, I mean, I can go over, you, you want to just pull it up? Yeah. Go okay. ahead pull it up on your laptop. All right. So yeah, like David said real quick, I'll, you know, you kind of scroll down here and then you start to see the agriculture stuff. And if you hit the learn more, actually, it was, I think, get started. But anyways, right here, scroll down a little bit more, and you get to download the journey map. So I did this before. I popped in our email. And basically, after you do that, it'll automatically pop this up. So this is the journey map. There's several pages that essentially are going to go step by step on what you need to do to be yeah. to be able to spray with your drone. Yeah, and, it, and it's... Again, there's a lot of ways to kind of go about this because there's under 55, there's over over 55. So this is kind of a document that says, okay, you know, people might, if if they're not into spraying already, they might be like, well, why do I need to do this? You know, right. or if I am spraying already, but I got, you know, backpack sprayer, I've got the general standards and maybe your commercial applicators license for pesticides. Why do you still need to? get something else. And, right. and basically the bottom line comes in is that the tool that you're using, even though it's most likely just going to be 30 feet off the ground, you know, sometimes at the most, yeah, um, it's in the national airspace. Right. So yes, something could happen, you know, the, something goes haywire or whatever, um, you know, and you've got to have a, basically a, a plan. Right. How, how am I going to, mitigate the risk of me being up in the sky with with this drone yeah so so this that what we put in there um you know i would say the wording is kind of like uh layman's terms or you know for you know anybody to understand um then we you know scroll down and 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 i'm I'm just going to do kind of a broad overview right now when you scroll down we've got a ton of uh stuff from you know that you can go straight into the FAA to for like general um, FAA uh, drone operation type stuff. Um, then all the way down into you know very specific like how do I do drone operations over fifty five pounds that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Um, 
And so I would go through, I would go through step by step. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, uh, So yeah, that's kind of the general overview of, so the first part is, you know, understanding why you need a license. So we kind of went over that. You're, you're needing a license because the FAA, basically the way that they judge whether or not you're qualified or not is certain certifications that you have. Right. Okay. So in the case of, uh, the FAA, they'd be like, okay, do you have your drone license? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, I got my drone license. Uh, what do you want to do with the drone? You know, I want to fly a, a drone that's 55 pounds, over 55 pounds, um, and I want to spray. Right. I want to use pesticide. So in order for that, they do have a step, you know, that 137 exemption kind of step, um, where it gets kind of difficult is that for the last, you know, 100 years, it's not, it's just been a plane. Right. Or, or, you know, helicopter. So, so if you haven't watched this every week, basically there's uh, something called the 137 from the FAA. You have to get an exemption from that to be able to spray pesticide from a drone. And essentially what that's saying is, you know, uh, it's just a, it's an exemption. Some of the things that are in uh, that FAA uh, essentially is saying that you have to wear a seatbelt or things related to flying an airplane. You have to get this exemption to be able to fly legally, though, to right. be able to spray from a drone itself, right? So. Yeah. So you, you basically, so that is going to be your what you're going to be getting from the FAA. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going to be getting that um, exemption approval and this the certificate of uh, to basically operate a drone, uh, spraying drone. So you've got that portion from the FAA. Mm-hmm. You've got the 107 that you have to get, and that's spelled out. That's, you know, already set. You know, you, you know what to study. You know how to take it, that kind of stuff. Um, and then the probably the third component would be the uh, pesticide. Right. So you have to get, and, and a lot of guys that are in agriculture, especially, you know, maybe the private guys um, that are doing farming, they've got a general standards at least. Mm-hmm. And what that'll allow you to do, it'll allow you to, use restricted use pesticides or rups um on your farm or you know a property that you know maybe you don't own the farm but it you're leasing that land right so it's a vested interest you know you have right that you own part part of it yeah. right and so that's the uh, private applicator but if you're going to then do that for other people you're going to have to go on to the commercial yeah. application so then that could be different in in Illinois. Basically, they've got a general standards, you know, manual that you you study for. You take the test. If you want to do commercial, then they have like eleven different modules. Anything from literally uh, the crop spraying kind of manual right. um, to field crops to fruit, you know, vegetable type stuff. You know, so it's basically understanding how to treat the diseases or pests on a particular plant. Okay. So there's a lot to go through with that though, too. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, that's the thing. And that's why we've created this little document, right? right. It's yeah. to give people easy steps on how to get this. So just so I understand, yeah. uh, I'm just pretending like I don't know anything about this. Mm-hmm. Um, how many steps did you just go through there and that? So Was I that mean, step one? I, well, I would get, I would say that that's, that would be, the 
certifications that you need. Yeah. And along the way, there is a bunch of paperwork that you have to fill out. So, um, you, you, I mean, you don't necessarily have to do these in order, you know, people, right. people call us and say, do I have to, um, buy the drone first, then go for the exemption and everything. And we're like, no, you, I mean, you have to state in your petition, you have to state what drone you want to use. Right. Um, and we've seen ones where it's just a particular drone. Some people have tried to put, you know, multiple drones in, um, you know, and, and still, I'm not sure what the best way of going, you know, sometimes you think, okay, I'll put two drones in because I think I want this one, but this one might be the one that I end up getting when I finally do it. But so you have to kind of, you know, say which drone you're using, um, but the big determinant on, you know, which one am I going to pick is like, if it's over 55 pounds and you're going to have to kind of do a different, um, set of, of rules, guidelines and rules. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, so, so we have, you know, get legal. And so that, that has to do with 107, the 137, your, um, your pesticide type stuff. Um, and we have information on like, you know, okay, if you need to schedule your exam, you know, where do I go? You know, the IACRA, um, you basically do an IACRA account. Um, and then if you look down at step two, getting authorized to spray, let's understand how to be authorized to legally spray. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what, it, what am I using? So ensure you're aware that there's, there is a 55 pound threshold. Yeah. Um, that's going to change things if you go over that. Um, and this, the schedule and the inspection. So that's, that's after, after you've gotten your 137 back. So you've sent your petition in, they've looked at it. They said, okay, you know, your parameters are, are all set. We approve you from there. So that's coming from basically, you know, federal FA. Right. Then once you get that from federal, that basically proves that you're still not technically Completely ready, to go. ready yet. You got to contact your flight standard district office. So your local, um, FAA FISDO, right. They will then, you, you'll basically set up an appointment with them, do some paperwork. They'll want to do your check ride. So basically they do a check ride for airplanes. Mm-hmm. Um, this check ride is going to be probably a little bit easier because, (laughs) you know, it's obviously easier to fly a drone than a plane. Yep. Uh, Drones are, you know, much more controllable. You know, you can kind of turn them on a dime. Um, But they're going to want to see, like, you know, what happens if you have a lost link, you know, basically turn your remote off. If you lost your remote control, what are you going to do? Right. Right. Yeah. So you turn the remote off, turn it back on, um, pretend there's something in the way, you need to land right away. Um, you're going to be doing certain passes and whatnot. Uh, and then if you do a commercial operation, then there's one step further where they'll actually want to see. Now, this is where I think it could be. I, I would like to see what what um, I'm not exactly sure how it works. Yeah. I mean, I know how. So in, in our case, we brought them in. They saw the. Our, our operation, right? Yeah, and they, right. so so it's basically they want to see like your, where's your base, you mm-hmm. know, uh, business, and then and then where's your aircraft, right? But the base uh, system, 
I've talked to people they're like, you know, what I'm thinking about doing is doing a six by eight trailer, 10 by 12 trailer, uh, enclosed. So it's going to house all the drones. It has the battery, the, you know, all this kind of stuff. Right. They'll probably want to see that because yeah. that, that would be your basically part of your operation mobile office. Yeah. yeah. Right. Right. So, um, but really, I mean, this is this is something that people need to kind of go through to get a, a better idea and to understand or to to kind of figure out what, how do I want my operation to look? Kind yeah, of, you know what what I want what do I want to accomplish with something like this? And it's like you said, it's key to also be thinking like aside from what you want to do, it's you know what is going to make the FAA happy. Right. I mean, that's a lot. You have to factor that in because. Yeah. And and, yeah, kind of coming back to like, you know, do I put multiple drones and all that kind of stuff? The more, the more specific you are. Right. It's just going to be be. easier for anybody to, okay, okay. This is exactly what he wants to do. Right. Versus uh, this person might use this drone, might use this drone. You know, if if you're going to put multiple things in, it's just good to spell things out yeah right exactly know? yeah so the, mo- the more specific you can be with the faa the better right yeah yeah all right let me switch us back over here and then at the bottom there is a comprehensive list of links that we have so um some of the big ones that i kind of pulled up were the dispensing chemicals and agricultural products so this is straight from the faa i mean we didn't we wanted to kind of give our broad overview, but we also wanted to give facts, not just take facts that we know and then pack them into our own. This is straight from the FAA, um, and it basically talks about what what is an agricultural operation, right? You know, so. I want to make sure though that we actually spell the steps out because I think everything's getting jumbled together. So before we go, we need to say step one. Sure. This is our headline. Step two, this is what it is. Step yeah. three, this is... Because I think we just jumped from two to six to the end of the document. <laughs> um, at least I think we did. So let's make sure we're looking at... Yeah, I mean, well... And like I said, you know, we have steps in here, but that doesn't mean to say that somebody doesn't... You know, they might already have one of their steps completed. Right, but um, I think we're going over the document we've got now. Yeah. So, okay. I, yeah, I would just say let's go over the... The steps in general, and people can move them around however they want. Sure. Yeah. So step one is getting getting legal. Right. And then, you know, we talk about understanding why you need a license, and I think we kind of went over that. Yep. I mean, the main reason is you're you're in the airspace. Um, So this getting legal is you're going to need your 107 certification, your 137 certification. Um, Probably the easiest thing to start with i would say is the 107 get your 107 and i tell that to everybody yeah go out get your 107 license regardless if you exactly know what you're gonna do for profession like you know i we just had a group of college kids here the other day uh from augustana college actually and they uh their professor bought a drone a p4 rtk Mm -hmm. uh for the school itself and uh, they were all asking us, like, all right, well, would you suggest we get a 107? And I was like, absolutely. I was like, if anybody, yeah. it, it's it's like a 60-question, you know, test or whatever. And yeah. it's just as, you just have to study for it. You yeah. have to study. There yeah. are tons and tons of, like, practice tests out there. 
anybody that's looking to get in any sort of profession, if you can do the 107, you should, because it's yeah. cheap and it's relatively easy to pass. Right. And it can only make your resume look a little bit better. So yeah. that would be my suggestion. I, I yeah, completely agree with that. Yeah. Um, Good. Because <laughs> this is going to be a really weird conversation if you disagreed with me on that. Why are we doing that? <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so step two. Step two. So yeah, and then step one, obviously, if you if you fail, you, you basically wait two weeks. Right. Uh, this is your one oh seven. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So get step two. Get authorized to spray. So this is where you're. We're going to be getting into. You, you got the one oh seven. We know we want to spray, so you want to go through the one thirty seven portion. Right. Right. Now you have to ask yourself a question what drone do I want to use or at what weight? Yeah. You know? um, most likely if you're wanting to spray, it's going to be, they've, they've, they've authorized more drones under 55 than they have over. So something so, like this, which if you're watching us, you can see it in the background here. It's the, the DJI Agress T10 is if it's got its eight liter tank on it, it yeah. is just under 55 pounds. Yeah. So it is going to be, it is going to be relatively easier to, um, to get it. your 137 for that. Yeah. I, um, and I, I think it probably should be faster, Yeah. you know, just because it's, 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 it seems to be less, less paperwork and less intensive. Right. Um, let's see. So that's where you kind of under step two in the second box, it says, ensure you're aware of 55 pound threshold. So which one am I going to do? Yeah. <clears throat> um, and for those so, of you guys that are commenting, we'll get, to, we, we'll get through, we'll go through this real quick and we'll come back and answer some questions. Yeah. Um, you know, once, you, and then we talked about once you get your, um, your certificate from the FAA federal, um, you'll get that. And that's when you'll do the scheduling, the inspection, and uh you know hooking up with the the fisdo right um and they'll and they'll kind of help you along the way like um i mean honestly when we first went for ours uh there were you know six people in the room right everybody was you know real nice everybody was cool uh three other people came in just to see you know what this was going to be like yeah because you know honestly they were like you know what this is new for us we haven't we haven't approved one of these yet um <laughs> we're going to be learning together right and i was like okay great well, and that was for the mg1 series right? yeah yeah and that yeah. was a while ago too yeah it was yeah. yeah so that was under you know under 55 mm -hmm. and um and then so made an appointment with them we've got our um 137 back then you know, we scheduled the flight. Um, after that, there was, you know, some, you're going to be going back and forth. Right. You know, it's not super times. easy, right? Yeah. I mean, it's going to take some time right. to basically work with the FAA to, to figure out exactly what they want. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 you know, we always try to add the, the point where, um, you know, you, you do have to do your own research as well, because since things are newer right, to this whole industry, um, things change too. So, yeah. And, and, you know, we'll, we'll try to keep up on that. And the other thing too, pesticide laws are different in other, um, other states, other states. Yeah. Like when we, we were talking about, okay, let's see, you know, let's get somebody that wants to do a drone sprayer. They want to, they want to, you know, eventually spray. Well, how, how can they start now? But right. Still 
not feel like they're sitting on a 55 pound spraying drone and not being able to use it for a year. And we kind of talked about like the spreader. Yeah. Kind of stuff. Right. Maybe being, being able to use it for, you know, scouting a little bit. If there was a way to, you know, mount some type of a better uh, uh, camera on there, multispectral or something right. like that, then which, you, you know, you'd think you could probably do. Yeah. You, yeah. Most of those are external power sources. Anyways, they've got built in GPS type stuff. Yeah. Um, so, you know, there's things to think about. Yeah. Uh, so now we'll, and, and as you can see, there's scheduling resources. There's different stuff like, okay, you want to read the whole 137 PDF. You, you go can, for it. You, you can do it. <laughs> we won't be reading it online. Right. Um, and then we come down to step three. Uh, a lot of people that are in, uh, you know, in our agriculture, I mean, it's, it's basically, you know, you're, you're going to be using some type of, combination of uh you know products that help uh your plants grow better or disease free or whatever so you they probably know you know a hell of a lot more than we do about this so uh but it's something that they have to know um because you're now not just putting that uh that pesticide or fungicide in a ground sprayer you're now putting it in an aircraft right and you have to basically fly accordingly and and you know we've talked about this too like this sounds like a lot and i know it does you know it it sounds like a bunch of steps to jump through and it it is and we you know you specifically have gone through the steps and made that happen for aerial influence uh but it it is it's a lot of work to to get to the end of this and be you know be able to to get the get it up in the air and spray which is one of the things that we offer so we you know full disclosure like one of the things we offer is to help you walk through this process yeah you know which i think is probably step four uh i'm just guessing um Uh, i think it is this this is what we're here for this is what we're here for (laughs) (laughs) now the fun part begins (laughs) that's right (laughs) but Uh, yeah i mean look whether you use us whether you use somebody else i think the point is uh you know that that you need to have somebody that knows what they're doing yeah. and has been through this before. There are, you know, we don't want to be uh, one of those places necessarily that's just going to sell a spraying drone off the shelf yeah. to somebody because there are so many hoops that, that you have to jump through to, to eventually get legal. So, yeah. Yeah. And, and I mean, everything, I mean, even something that is, you know, these are relatively simple, simple to operate. Right. Oh, totally. Um, but can you, you know, I mean, but you can also be destructive with them if you don't know what you're doing, if you're, you know, messing around or whatever. Yeah. But um, yeah. there's what I'm saying is that, yes, everything is learnable, everything you can do. Um, you just kind of have to stay, take it step by step and, and nothing's going to happen overnight. That's yeah, for sure. Right. And, and, and if you plan for it, then maybe. So the easiest yeah. part of it is the drone. Like, yeah. You know, we tell people that if you can fly a Mavic Mini, you can fly one of these big drones, whether yeah. it's the T10 or T10. Now, it's a bigger drone. It's going to feel a lot scarier, yeah. but you're going to get the controls down. And that's really the genius of DJI is that's sort of across the board for all of their drones. Yeah. Are They fly the exact same way. So uh, that's, you know, one of the one of the great things. But the whole point of all of this is that people like us exist mm-hmm. to help you if this is the route you're going to go down the line right. and, and there are others, even if you don't use us, like, you know, there's yeah. not a lot of us, but even if you don't use us, you're 
probably going to save yourself a lot of time and headaches. Yeah. Uh, by using somebody that has been through the process before. So, right. Yeah. 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 Uh, and, and, or you might find that, okay, you know, if it, it depending on when you start doing it. And if you, if you have an idea of when you want to use this, right. You really need to start planning. Start now. Like yes. if you're wanting to use this next fall yeah. or next spring, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. To, you should be calling somebody like us today, exactly. you know, right. um, because, it takes a lot of time and it, yeah. like you said, it's going to be quicker. Likely. Let me put this thing back up, but it's going to be quicker, uh, you know, likely to do a T10 than it is to do a T30. The T30 is over 55 pounds or a T20. Even it's going to take time right. to yeah. get that approved. Whereas the T10, you could, you know what you're looking at three to six months, maybe hopefully I mean, three months, but yeah, know. I mean, it, uh, again, you know, COVID kind of, his, knocked everything out yeah so yeah. i mean the, the our our first one i think it was 87 days right uh and that's the one that got approved that that's the one that got approved and then we also helped another person uh get approved i think it was right around the 87 maybe a few maybe more a couple days the, longer the 90s um working with another person uh our our own as well we're still waiting on those those are the over 55 the yeah those just i think they big bottleneck yeah right yeah. especially for like you said the the bigger ones the t30 and t20 yeah it's taken a while we still have one in for our t16 and it's been a long time so yeah uh, yeah so um so yeah i mean basically step four was you know kind of you know getting your drone and and and, and the thing is that might mean that uh you're going to use something in addition to a spraying drone maybe it's a multi-spectrum maybe it's the uh the fan four RTK or maybe an M 300 type stuff. Well, and that's one of the things like the other day I was talking to those students again and was trying to, you know, cause none of them had ever seen a T 30, of course, like, yeah. you know, nobody's not that many people have seen them in person at, at this point. Um, but, uh, now I totally forgot what I was talking about. I was going to tell the oh. students something and, or, yeah, no, I don't have it. Well, anyways, let's go on to step five. Sorry, right? let's move to step five. Man, I'm an idiot. Oh it's my Friday. Gosh, I know. All right, here we are. Switching back. There we go. Sorry, um, sorry everybody. Step five. You got your drone. Now let's train on it. So um, this is when you're you're going to be diving into kind of their operate the operating system of the drone, um, figuring out how um, you're going to be able to do the things that you're already doing but maybe with a drone right and how that's gonna and, and we strongly we strongly encourage uh you know training drones so yeah. something like the dji like the mavic mini 2 or the, the the original mavic mini something that if you crash it it's gonna be four or five hundred bucks instead right. of your big beautiful new drone i know what i was gonna say now so yeah. uh was basically telling them how powerful each drone was by themselves yeah but how when you pair, pair like the multi-spectral with dji terra or pix 4d right. uh along with the the spraying drones that's where it really yeah. really you know you're seeing the full power of what this technology right because then then you could be saving uh money on the amount of product you're putting down. Yeah. Um, you might know, you might have, have a better idea exactly where your problems er areas are. And the reason why you're putting on less is because you're really hitting those problem areas and maybe a little bit of, uh, overlap. Um, so you're not necessarily just blanketing the whole thing. Yeah. Um, 
and it, or or you maybe you do a blanket with you know a ground rig and you've got little uh, spots uh, you can't get to or whatever that, yeah you know so. you might be able to use a drum for um all right so what we got one uh one step left here yeah so um yeah i mean step six is you know stay step on top today. of your drone knowledge i mean that's yeah. that's that's always key um because things change and uh and that's something i think that people like us um you know we can help with because this is what we're doing here on the podcast is basically trying to keep everybody up to date. You know, it's yeah. keeping both of us probably on our toes a little bit, especially you with the ag oh, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, but part of educating yourself and staying up to date is following people that are in the industry. And, yeah. you know, right now this is kind of what we eat, sleep and breathe is the drone industry. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, subscribe all that kind of good stuff obviously uh we would love for you to do that but i was gonna add um i'm not sure if we're gonna be able to do next week but and maybe we will but uh right i think the week after that or at least in the next two to three weeks um kind of a little teaser we're gonna be actually hooking up with someone that really knows what they're doing yeah in the farm world. Yep. And, uh, so it's, it's, so it's, it's where droners that like farming meet farmers that like droning. droning. <laughs> so, is, yeah. So, so we gotta... we're putting that together and hopefully, uh, we can come up with even better information and, and, and maybe some very specifics on, okay. You know, every, everybody has like, you know, T30, they say, 40 acres per hour right right and 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 if you if if you don't know by now um it's relative right because you don't know what your gallon per acre is maybe one product you have to put down you know three or more one you might uh put down one gallon acre. when you do that with a drone that is literally carrying you know under 10 gallons Mm -hmm. that makes a difference on your (laughs) on your per hour yeah. Uh, amount of acreage you can do. Yeah. So. And, and I mean, you know, that's like, you know, I think with all of the drones, they'll give them a approximate flight time, yeah. you know, but it's always the optimal, you know, it's always the optimal conditions. So you always got to, you know, yeah. adjust that logically for and, and I think, re- I reality. Mean, I think for the most part, I mean, I think farmers would know that yeah. even more like, right. well, come on. You can't say forty uh, if 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 I put down three and the other guy puts down two, right? <laughs> uh, then yeah, the guy that puts down two is going to be able to get more acres than I am. So right, right. It it is dependent on probably what your crop is and all that kind of stuff. And even flight time, you know, they say like twelve minutes, you know, yeah. typically for your flight time, but it depends on how how much you've got yeah. weighted on the thing and what the wind speeds are and how fast you're flying and all the other different things. Right. That- I mean, even like you've got a long field, um, it's better to do long passes rather yeah. than a bunch of short passes because every time it's turning, it it basically is going from one direction to another changing directions. That's taking a lot. That's sucking the battery every time you yeah. do that. Every pass. time you turn. So we do have a busy a busy week coming up. And I think we can say who we're talking about because we're going to end up doing videos and stuff uh, yeah. coming up anyway. But so what, uh, either 
Sunday or Monday, we're going to Missouri to deliver a spraying drone. Yeah. Uh, then we're going to the University of Missouri. They're getting a T20, 20, correct? Right. Yeah. yeah. So the University of Missouri is going to have it. Go Mizzou. Um, and then uh, Thursday and Friday, we are working. Uh, who are we working with? We're, 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 the Hartung the Brothers. Heart. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah. I'm so yeah. sorry. They're yeah. watching too. <laughs> yeah. And I totally blanked. I totally blanked. So no. the Hartung Bro- well, Brothers. It, sorry. Yeah. No. I was, yeah. It's. It, yeah. We're going to be working with them. They're. They're. They're awesome great. customers yeah. of ours and friends of ours and yeah. so we're going to go with them to wisconsin we're going to do some tests with some different drones so yeah excited about that as well before we go i want to make sure there were a couple of uh comments uh actually there's one real question here uh but uh, i believe jana is your name thank you for watching from belarus yeah they're very cool awesome. we get people yeah. from all over the place watching so Welcome. we appreciate that um mook millie says and i haven't read this first so i'm gonna just read it live hey guys is it better to start a service providing company for spraying and inspection or a company that sells drones to farmers direct thank you so is it more important is it better to start a service providing company for spraying and inspecting or a company that sells drones to farmers direct so we we can only tell you one side right now we are i mean i guess we've done some drones for actually i'd I'd say if third one i mean the the so if you're starting a drone service company right. um i mean are you are you in the industry you know right because that 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 would make i think a lot of difference yeah um what, what kind of service are you offering all, yeah all and, of and, 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 and who do you who, who do you know i mean is that something in your background uh because if it's not then maybe going directly to the companies that offer spraying services, right. you know, because you'll have companies that will hook up with farmers. <clears throat> the farmer says, I've got X amount of acres. Um, this, you know, maybe that farmer used a crop consultant and the crop consultant says, here's your, here's your plan. Right. And then they hand the plan to, you know, the spraying company and the spraying company will, maybe they have a combination of ground rigs and backpack sprayers, but then they also outsource, uh, you know, airplanes. Um, so that company is essentially being hired by the farmer. The company that's being hired by the farmer is hiring a, uh, 137 pilot to fly over and spray so together you know obviously right. the farmer just bills the one guy but so maybe uh you know a third option would be going to the companies that offer that service and saying look i have um, a drone i want to you know if you guys want to hire me out here's my my rate you right know? yeah or or you know go to the companies first yeah you know and yep. and, and uh see if there's you know, something that you can fill for them that would make it economical for them to say, yeah, let's, let's add this. Right. Um, yeah. So. And, you know, and I think in terms of being a drone dealer, that's something that we could write a whole book about one day down yeah. when we're older. Yeah. But, um, you know, you got to think about the realities of that too. It's like, where am I going to get my demo units? How mm. am I going to pay for them? How am I going to do that? You know, there's a whole lot, to, how, yeah. you know, who's going to do sales, marketing all this stuff that goes into. So there's yeah. a lot more that goes into it than just, you know, selling drones to people. Um, you right. got to learn how to use all these drones in terms of, you know, if you're using a Matrice 300 uh, while it flies the same as something like an Agras, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you still have to learn how to use it for different reasons. Right. Yeah. And some have different 
kind of operating systems and yeah. interfaces and stuff. And but, it's uh, like you said, like, so somebody, so if you were to go out and wanted to start a, a consulting business or a, a business where you're using a P4 multispectral, like you said, if you don't know how to read that, the, the, the information that it spits out, yeah, it doesn't do anybody any good. So you yeah. have to then work with, you know, uh, a crop analyst that is going to be able to tell you what that information means. They right. can then tell the farmer, blah, blah, blah. So yeah, there's a lot that goes into it when when you think about any of these any of these uh, ways to go because we're so early in the industry, right? It's hard to say. Here's what the best route for you is to go because yeah. I mean, and yeah, and he, he talks about you know being a service provider. I mean, I, I would go one step further and say if if you think you're just going to be a service provider for a farmer, then I, I would probably think a little bit more because there are some right. huge far, farming operations that even if a guy says, yeah, I'm, you know, in agriculture, I mean, there could be a, that guy might not know how to really grow crops. <laughs> right. you, know, you know what right. I mean? I mean, there right. are probably, there are so many different segments. Sectors within, of agriculture. Yeah. Within agriculture, within mm-hmm. in, in any industry. So, um, you know, maybe he needs to hook up with crop consultants and say, look, you know, I can give you some added information that, uh, you know, would definitely help in marketing, you know, cause it's, you, you got pretty picture, yeah. um, pretty maps and that kind of stuff. But, you know, on top of that, you know, someone that can actually, you know, read that stuff and say, okay, this is a problem area go out and ground truth that, that that has some real value yes um so it, it kind of serves two purposes you know one for actual data and one for you know pretty marketing material yeah so um also yeah, great question I, I mean we could uh we could sit and talk about this for a long time i think you were anticipating this to be one of our shorter sessions it's actually <laughs> we're at 38 minutes yeah. this might be one of our longer ones <laughs> right, right, right. i just i'm trying to suck information out of you yeah, just yeah, trying to yeah. suck it um, but, uh, yeah, like I, was, I was with a lot of kids. I know, I know you were, days. I know you were a busy guy. So uh, we should, we should clarify that yeah. too. I, I, yeah, yeah. Sorry. I was on chaperoning a, your yeah, son's chap, yeah. field trip. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Fifth, fifth bunch of fifth graders running around and yeah. at a camp and yeah, it's a lot of work. Just had to corral them. Yeah. 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 It's fun though. Uh, but Thank you guys all for watching us. Thank you for always, you know, we have the same, a lot of the same people that are coming back each week and we appreciate that. I know Michael says we won't get podcasts next week. I'm going to do my best to see if we can uh, sit down for a session. We could do it on the road or something. Yeah, exactly. We got lots of ideas. I know. Yeah. And and I I want to, I want to keep adding to this and kind of like, you know, two weeks ago we got some people, uh, you know, writing in about, you know, when we asked them a question, like, what do you think the FAA wants to see to, to help, approve these things faster or you know because sometimes data just isn't good yes yeah. it's you know <laughs> in a corralled in something bundle yeah. right oh, sorry guys oh he's gonna um, call all right we're, we gotta go anyway but thank right. you guys happy so friday. much for watching happy friday uh like we said go to the website download uh enter your email download you know then you'll you'll be able to see the agricultural roadmap if you haven't or the journey map sorry <laughs> uh, if you haven't done so already so all right guys we'll see you next time thank you so much all right yes thank you all right have a good one see ya